is Midnight Alchemy with your alchemists, Jason Allen and Holly Jordan. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you are. This is Midnight Alchemy, and I'm only one half of the dynamic duo. She is actually the better half, I must admit. Anyway, <laughs> Holly Jordan. Hello, Holly. Hey, Jason, we're back. Da-da-da. I know. Everything's running smoothly. The, the uh, video's not flickering. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Uh, the computer's not blowing up. So, uh, uh, cross your fingers and toes. Uh, I'm knocking on the wooden desk. That's right. This is all a scientific experiment. Right? So, yeah. So, uh, what's been going on in Hollyland? We are getting ready to do exciting things for the Midnight Alchemy podcast. And for all of our listeners, I just want you to know we are working hard every day. We are looking into things, researching, and meeting new people and talking so that we can bring you the cool stuff. And eventually, we will have other things to show you on our .com. Um, But in the meantime, enjoy the episodes. And we're going to get some more things on YouTube soon for you to look at, other than the listening version. Um, Stay tuned. we got lots more coming. Right, yeah. Our R&D department is working feverishly. And our interns have been locked down in the basement until until such a future time. Well, and we do have a special intern that's blind so that makes our research even better that's true <laughs> in, in, in fact uh all all the uh special intern does i mean he just walks up to me and punches me right right <laughs> he has to make sure you're real right yeah, i may not be able to see ghosts. much right i may not be able to see much but i can feel and that's <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm excited tonight. I have not heard anything about this, so this is all going to be organic and stuff. Uh, With us tonight is Carrie Hutchison, and uh, we are going to hear a cool, oh my gosh, haunted house story. And I'm I'm like a little schoolboy. I'm all excited. Carrie, how are you? I am great. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, when, when Holly came to me and she said, hey, I've got this uh, haunted house story. I mean, when you hear the term haunted house, you automatically have, the, it's like Pavlovian, right? You hear the, ooh. So I did that a bunch. <laughs> ooh. So in the middle of the story, you know, when you're, when you're telling the experience and stuff, do not be su- surprised if you hear out of your computer, ooh. <laughs> I have chills. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay. Let's uh, let's set this up. Give me uh, kind of like the where, when, you know, and then we'll get to the what, you know, in, uh, a, in a bit. Yeah. So uh, I moved into this house with my mom um, in 1975. Um, I was 11. And the house was built in 1946, and it was in Shell Beach, California. Nobody really knows where Shell Beach is, but uh, if you're familiar with its more uh, well-known cousin, Pismo Beach, we're we're neighbors. Right, gotcha. Uh, Yeah, so it's on the Central Coast, halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles. It is a beautiful part of California, and uh, this house was very, very small, um, little wooden house, two bedrooms, one bathroom, you know, very, very tiny. Uh, we did have 
a detached garage with a long driveway. So the garage was kind of like behind the house. Um, so we moved in, in 1975, I was 11 and, uh, my mom had just started working outside of the home. So I would come home from school like many Gen X and I was by myself, uh, which was fine. I was very independent and, uh, not easily spooked. So that was fine with me. Um, I would often, I, ha I have to tell you that the garage had a lot of furniture in it from the owner. The owner had occupied this home with his wife. Um, I didn't know about this. Just, you know, I want, I want to give you a little foreshadowing here. Okay. So he had said that we could use any of the furniture um, in the house if we wanted. Okay. And so we had a few things. Um, nice pieces that today would probably be very popular in antique stores but at the time in the 70s you know we we weren't thinking that there was a wardrobe with mirrored doors and it was not in good condition okay um we had taken the door off one of the doors off and hung it sideways in the kitchen okay so that was on one kitchen wall. So pretend you're you're walking into the kitchen and the first thing you see is a mirror and a counter okay. under it. Okay. The sink is over here on this side, stove's okay. over here on this side. Okay. So oh, we had a few other pieces, but it was the mirror off of that wardrobe uh, that hung in the kitchen that uh, would turn out to be kind of a catalyst for things. So I would come home from school and I would be hungry. I would go in the kitchen. I would stand at the counter. I would make a sandwich. Um, this is before cell phones, obviously. <laughs> this is before yeah. cable, you know. Right. And uh, one day after school, while making something to eat, I looked up and there was a woman standing in the doorway behind me and she was probably our kitchen wasn't huge so it was a, about 10 12 feet behind me Ooh. and I turned around and there was no one there oh oh boy this is the I'm 11 Ooh. right yeah yeah so I wow go running out of the kitchen I go down the hall I check the bedrooms I check the bathroom right you know, there's nobody in the living room. I run outside. There's nobody around. And I thought, well, I'm just seeing things. This is just, I'm just seeing things. I'm tired. You know, it's not. Pep talk. Yeah. Right. Right. This is fine. Too, yeah, right? yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It only and starts so... with the I'm seeing things. Yeah. Right. right. Just, you know. Uh, and I don't want to tell my mom because A, she won't believe me. Right. And B, she'll want me to go to a babysitter. Right. Oh, yeah, that would suck. And I don't want to do that because, right, you know, right. I think I'm old enough to be by myself. So I didn't say anything about it. And uh, it was, gosh, several weeks later, similar circumstance um, in the kitchen, getting ready to do some things. And I can feel it. I know that she is behind me and I look up in the mirror and 
sure enough, a few feet behind me, there she oh. is. Oh. Spin around, same thing, nobody there. Oh boy. So not really good facial features. I mean, I can't really see when I'm looking in the mirror and I look up, there isn't a lot of detail. Okay. I know that she has dark hair. Okay. I know that she has fair skin. Okay. Um, her clothes were nondescript. It wasn't like, oh, she was wearing Victorian. No, no, yeah. okay. it wasn't like that. Okay. It was like normal clothes that somebody would wear cleaning their house. Okay. All right. You know? All right. Um, and this happened more than twice. And I just got used to it. Sure. You know, I would look, she'd be there. I would look, there'd be no one around. I do a check of the house and I thought, okay, this is, this is my life now. <laughs> you know? You're in um, the kitchen with a stranger. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah. I had always been uh, open to that. It was not, I mean, it was something our family was, believers in in ghosts and and Good. you know woo-woo things so i wasn't okay. wasn't it was a little unnerving but i wasn't scared okay, there was good. no there was no negative weirdness it was just yeah. oh there she is oh there she's gone um after several visitations okay um i'm home alone after school i sit down on the couch to watch my afternoon tv just like the Brady Bunch and, you know, all those things. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Um, and I'm sitting there doing homework. Excuse me. Bless you. And I can feel somebody sit next to me on the couch. Not right on top of me. Not right, but like one cushion over. Oh. You know, you can feel the... Yeah. Indentation in that, sure. Uh -huh. And I look over... And like flickery, flickering, she is right there. Whoa. I'm getting, now that really was. That, that had spooked to catch me. on edge. Yeah, yeah. That, that really spooked me. And yeah. I'm sure that I made some noise. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Oh my you God. Was, was that like months after or were you still 11 or 12? I mean. Um, at this point, I was probably about 12. So it happened for the whole time that we lived in that house. We moved in when I was 11 and I moved out at 18. Wow. wow. So, wow. Um, oh, so eventually, wow. After those things happened, um, there was, she would often sit on the couch. She would show up behind me. She never seemed to go anywhere else, but the kitchen and the living room. She didn't okay. seem to, to go around. Um, I felt like I saw her one time in the hallway at night, but that, you know, right. I, I'm not positive it was that. So my mom's doing laundry. And I have, well, I had blonde hair. Right, yeah. <laughs> when I was young. And my mom had light hair. And my mom's doing laundry and she has the, the clothes and she's sorting. Okay. And as she's sorting this long black hair in our laundry so it's not like what the heck right yeah. right and she what looks at me heck? 
And she was like, whose is this? And I said, oh, well, that's the lady that lives in this house. Oh. <laughs> and Holy Moses, okay. What did she say to that? She was what like, lady? what are you talking about? Oh and so God. then I finally had to tell her, you know, that these are the things that were happening. And she's like, wow. you should have told me this is not okay. What if this is a real person? And I'm like, it's not a real, it, it is a real person, but she's not alive. Right. Um. So that happened the whole time. But a hair, an, a actual, hair, physical an actual hair. physical hair. Carrie, that's yeah. incredible to have it, something like that. Well, I just wish she would have put it in an envelope or something. Well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well I'm trying to think of how did she, how did she, if she had lived there before, did she stash it somewhere and save it for an opportune moment? I mean, here's what I think. Okay, let's hear it. The wardrobe was hers. Okay, okay. And in the wardrobe, you know, you keep your clothes. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. Your nightdress, maybe, you know, right. maybe um, personal items. Right. I know that I shed horribly. Yeah. You know, I can my testify. hair. Me too. Yes, yeah, yes. my hair's all over the place. Um, I think that it probably came out of the wardrobe. That's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Because so, the fact that you didn't have the wardrobe in the house and just the mirror. Just the mirror. That's now, a good thing. She had to be a heck of a ghost to one manifest next to you. And and then to be able to carry a physical object, even though it's just a hair. It's just a hair. That's incredible, right? That is I mean, incredible. Yeah, that is. So, yeah, full body, flickery. You know, now when she shows up in the mirror, she is not flickery. She's very solid looking, sure, sure, you sure. know, um, but feeling the, the, her sit down, you know, feeling the weight of somebody sitting next to you mm -hmm. uh, was really unnerving. So I tell my mom these things Good, and <laughs> she says, you know, I fell asleep on the couch once. And I thought that somebody was sitting next to me. Oh, wow. And I said, well, they, they probably were. <laughs> they probably were. Wow. Oh, uh, so house was built in 1946. Right. The owner and his wife lived there. Uh, wasn't until much, much later. I mean, as a teenager, getting ready to move out of the house, that I found out she had died in that house uh, okay <laughs> but at the time i did not know that yeah when these things first started happening sure. i had no no knowledge of that um, he had remarried and his second wife did not want to live in that house and so they built a new house and yeah. he rented that one out holy cow okay that's incredible uh did, did the uh, apparition, did she try to communicate with you at all? No, no, no. I never heard any noises. I never, um, you know, we didn't have any equipment or anything back then to. And I tell you, yeah. you, you are a brave, brave soul because the first time sitting down next to her, first time I'm seeing, actually, I'm like, whoo, getting late, gotta go, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, homework went everywhere, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it was, 
it was do you pretty- do you think maybe you processed it better since you were still 11 and not you know a grown-up full of preconceived notions or whatever I absolutely do because I think children are very much more open to that. They're a lot closer to the veil than than we are, you know, Um, it's something that I have hate to say it, but I think I've passed it on to my own children Yeah, and uh, you know, they have had their own experiences in a house we lived in, in New York, which is a story for another time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's amazing about it is, is the length of time. I mean, from 11 to 18. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. if I, I know you probably can't give a, a definite number, but h- how uh, many times through the years do you think that you've uh, seen or felt? Gosh. Um, or how many times a week, maybe, do you think? <laughs> right. Maybe. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, a couple times each month. Okay. I wouldn't say weekly, but I'd say at least once or twice a month. And um, I think she was on uh, a repeating cycle. I don't know what the, the phrase loop. is. Kind of a loop. a loop. I think she was on a loop. And mm-hmm. so I don't know that she could have been communicating anyway because she was on that loop. Okay. I don't know that she was so aware over, of me. Yeah, over a hundred times, clearly. He's oh, so yeah. Holly, let me ask you this question then. Uh, yeah. Since it is on the loop, is it? Do you think it's just kind of a uh, almost like a remnant, like stamp, kind of that goes? Yeah, yeah. Loops? So what I what I would classify that is what we refer to as re- residual energy. Okay. And so, and that's why she wasn't more interactive. It was just a, a little, like a fragment of her soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could easily be there because of the hair and the furniture and the memories that were imprinted in the house. I just yeah. saw something recently about a philosophy and an idealism of talking to your house. That yeah. when you open the door, you say hello. And that when you leave, you say goodbye. And apparently there's many cultures that do that already and have for generations. And considering how many things we've heard about things like this, Carrie, I, I love that idea because you never know who's hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know, we share dwellings. We don't think twice about we were in a house that who many, how many other people have lived in for how long and a little bit of them could be left behind. We replace the floors, we repaint the walls, we put in our stuff, but you never know who's lingering. And I think that's wonderful to treat the house like it's something else. You know, it's it's a warm, mm-hmm. safe place for us to share. So yeah. I love that. I love that she kept trying to reach out to you and connect with you in her own way. And just, just to let you know he, she was there. And and it was never negative. It, right. it, was, it was startling. Of course it was. Of course it was. Sure. Uh, But there was never any ominous, like, you know, nothing like that ever. So did she ever materialize in front of your friends? No, but I did have a friend who didn't like to spend the night at my house. Really? In in high school, you know, you'd have your slumber parties and we'd get out the Ouija board and, you know, the whole whole thing, (laughs) right? Scare ourselves silly. Um, and she got spooked just hearing about it. And so oh. she didn't 
she was like, you know, because now at 16, right, go ahead a few years. I think it's cool. Well, now I'm like, this is great. We live in a haunted house. This is so cool. Right, right. Um, of course. And uh, my real good friend, she was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh man. She would come over and hang out in the daytime, but she would not sleep there. Oh, funny. You know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it's kind of cool that it was a time kind of like a remnant stamp. Otherwise, I would say that that's kind of an inconsiderate ghost because if she's sitting next to you on the couch, I'm like, pass me the popcorn, you know, <laughs> or something. Because, right. Holy right. That is amazing, especially like sitting on a couch. And feeling someone next to you, oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine that. I would just, uh, I, yeah, I would, I would uh, be uh, pooping in my pampers. <laughs> it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be good. Oh, okay. So, uh, your, so your friend kind of had like a feeling that was something wasn't right and didn't want to, uh, uh, um, you know, spend the night. What did your mom think of it? So after I had the conversation with my mom and was like, oh, that's the lady. I see her in the mirror. You know, right. it, this is not unusual. I've seen it lots of times. Sure. Yeah, she yeah. kind of put the dots together and she was like, you know, she hadn't had anything quite as um, strong okay. happen to her. Sure. But she had other encounters, like when she was kind of dozing you know, on the right. couch, kind of half asleep and felt somebody sit next to her, right. um, you know, being in the kitchen and thinking that I had gotten up and I was in the kitchen with her and she would turn around and there would be nobody there, oh, you wow. know? So she had her own encounters. Um, she also never felt like it was uh, dangerous, ominous, right. negative, hurtful, right. anything like that. Just somebody there. Right. And, we got used to it. <laughs> so now I'm curious. You mentioned the lights flickered before you saw her on the couch. Yes. So that was something that, is that something you saw more than once? Did that happen in the hallway that time you thought you saw her? What, you know, tell me about that. You know, I hadn't really thought about it before. I just thought it was an old house with bad wiring. Right. Well, yeah, that's a, that's you know? a assessment. Yeah, you bet. Um, but it's possible that they're, yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. I don't remember in the hallway, the lights flickering. I remember it being dark. I don't remember the light being on at all with that. Um, when the first time she sat down next to me on the couch, it was winter. So the days were getting shorter. Right. It was probably around 4.30, 5 o'clock. And I had turned on the lights waiting for my mom to come home and, um, you know, had the TV on. So it was kind of that gloaming time where right. it's dusk, it's twilight, the lights are on, but it's not fully dark outside. Um, so, yeah, there was a you know this this shimmering. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, when you had the history, sorry. No, go no, ahead. go for it. Um, when you finally learned the history about her having lived there and passed away there, were you still living in the house when you found that out, or was that? Um, it was find that out. It was right around the time I was moving out into my own or in with roommates, you know. Okay. Um, 
that my mom had finally brought it up. She didn't want to tell me initially. She didn't want me to get oh, freaked out about it. Um, so it was, it was almost on accident that she really let it slip out. Oh. Um, and it wasn't any kind of horrible death. She, sure. you know, I, I don't know what she died of, but it was, um, from what I can remember my mom saying, it was nothing like, Oh, she killed herself. Oh, she's okay. murdered. No, no, just a natural death in, you know, too young, certainly too okay. young. Okay. Um, uh, but not anything yeah. bad. Yeah. Did, gotcha. did you ever find out any more information about her? Like, uh, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, she uh, was married and passed away. Did you find out like what her name was or? So the last name was Ritterbush, R-I-T-T-E-R-B-U-S-H. That's okay. different. And I cannot for the life of me <laughs> remember his first name, the owner, our landlord. I just remember Mr. Ritterbush. Interesting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that is interesting. Um, have you ever, I um, mean, besides this story, which is fantastic, by the way. Yes. Uh, the story, I, I, I'm going to be awesome. remembering the couch thing for a while. <laughs> uh, did you, have you ever had any other sort of paranormal experiences? Because it seemed like that, you know, because of the first time that you were pretty receptive to it. Yeah, um, I, I kind of grew up that way. Um, my great grandmother was really a lovely, kind, wonderful woman. And she had a great amount of faith and belief in the spirit world. Yeah. Um, I don't personally remember certain things that happened when I was very young. They are things that were told to me that I did or said. Oh, um, you know, like telling my mom that we were going to go to Nama's house, which was my great grandmother and my mother saying, we're not going to Nama's house today. That's not a thing we're going to do today. And then a couple hours later, Nama calling and saying, you know, come over and then us going over there. Gotcha. Um, those things I don't remember. I've just been told by my, you know, by my mom that I had said those things or done those things. Um, there were sometimes I remember a child. This was in a different house before we moved in. Mm -hmm. We lived in Portland for okay. a little while while my dad was going to University of Portland. And uh, this was in North Portland. Once again, an older home. My bedroom was on the second floor. I do remember a child sitting on my bed. And my parents telling me that I was sleeping, that I was dreaming it. And that it didn't really happen. Okay. But I felt very strongly, you know, at six and seven yeah. years old, that yeah. there was a child sitting on my bed. And I right. desperately wanted to play with that child because I was an only child. So yeah. I was like, you know, stay here. Let's let's play. I'll get my dolls kind of thing. And right. you know, poof, nobody, nobody being there. So seeing somebody in the mirror at a little older age fully awake, <laughs> you know, in the daylight, um, was very startling, but it wasn't scary because I had seen other things. Gotcha. Yeah. So you've been dealing with this quite a long time then, it sounds like. My whole life. Yeah. Whole life. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool. So Holly, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, when, when somebody has grown up with those type of experiences, is, is there, um, 
because you know some people they can feel than their empaths uh is there anything like maybe what she is you know and uh, more than intuitive uh i i don't know yeah so i would i would classify carrie as a medium okay okay and and so if you were to look at the clairs um the clairs that we talk about like you know i'm claire hello i'm claire um someone Claire audience Claire sentience there's all these clairs and it literally is just a wave of your brain that connects with sight or sound taste touch in your case you've got a few of them Carrie because you felt the chair or the couch move you saw you know and it's like these are all things that you're sensitive to and because even the child was something that you were sensitive to those are things that are fairly strong in your soul so you're going to have that the rest of your life and you can turn it off if you want to, but I wouldn't recommend it because oftentimes when spirits come close to you, it's, it's for sweet things. I mean, right. It's very, right. very rare that it's something yucky. It's usually very loving and kind and they just want to introduce themselves. They know you're sensitive. They want to say, Hey, I'm here be acknowledged. Yeah. Sometimes they want to share information with us. Um, sometimes they're just hanging out. You know, I, I actually connected with, with my husband's, uh, I love telling this on him because if he's not in the room and he's going to just, <laughs> so we talked to his spirit guides, you know, directly the other day. And uh, one of them is a bit on the fashion realm and likes to talk about what Doug wears. <laughs> oh. oh my God. It was so funny. He said, if I see you wear black one more time, I can't take it. You've got to wear some colors. And I was like, yay! Right. Who, who do you think you are? Johnny Cash? Right. It's like, oh my God. And I just, I have to say that the, having the Claire's is a curse at times, but most of the time, yeah, gosh, it's fun. Doggone it. It's fun. And it's, it's, there's something very, I think, life affirming to be in the realm that we're in and having our day to day, whatever's, mm -hmm. and then still connect with another plane of existence and go, yeah, there is more. Yeah. You know, you know you and maybe that's why I, I work with elders. Yeah. Oh. You have a, you have a connection for that. That's great. You know, right. um, wonderful. Yes. Yes. I would so agree. There's been, because there really is a moment when somebody passes you know there is that moment where you see and feel their essence their spirit yeah you know go go just go out yeah um and you know there is such a thing as a good death definitely so Absolutely. yeah well, and science has tested many many people over the last 200 years and it has been proven unequivocally that the human body loses 12 to 18 ounces when it dies. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And there's photographic evidence from the early 1900s on till now. Yeah. There's been enough people that have participated in studies with the passing of life that when they knew they were close, they would be monitored and they actually have photographs of souls coming out of bodies. Wow. And I have several friends that are psychic that have seen people's spirits leave their bodies. And I actually am a caregiver. I've worked with handicapped and elderly people for 11 years. Yeah. I've seen a few people separate from their bodies and 
It's amazing. It's one of the yeah. coolest things ever. And I realize when we're so busy in our day-to-day lives, sure, that's startling. But then again, oh, done it. It's cool. Because it it's like believing in fairies again. And, and the wonderful parts of childhood where everything is possible and nothing is bad. Mm-hmm. And there's all this cool energy in the world that we tend to tune out because it just didn't happen or it's just not real or it's just not possible. Well, gosh, yes, it is too real. And yes, it is possible. I love yeah. that you came on here and we're brave, Carrie, because <laughs> I want you, I want you to take a minute and I want you to tell people that are listening, why did you bother to do this tonight? Because I want to encourage more people to do what you are doing. I think that our experiences, when we have these paranormal experiences, I think that it's important that we talk about them in a very real and matter of fact way um, with that acceptance and open mind, because it's, it's all real. You know, it, it is true. This is not, this is not, I won't name the show, but this is not one of those shows, you know, where they're trying to uh, provoke the spirits to get right. them to interact. I, I don't, I don't care for that. This is a real thing that really happened. And the more of us normal people <laughs> that right. come out and talk about it, you know, then maybe there'll be some more acceptance and, and more studies and more conversation and more discussion about it. Um, yeah. It It is something that connects us to each other. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and I think it's important. I think it's, there's valuable work that can be done in the scientific community. Uh, but, you know, regular, normal, average people like me <laughs> need to talk about it and share their experiences. So I'm not crazy, you know, not. And that's why I love that you shared what you do for a living, because one of the coolest parts of getting so involved in the paranormal community Um is the commonality in all of it. And there's every walk of life here, period. All kinds of people that have had an experience of one form or another. And we have more people coming up and they're sharing things that happened at all different ages. It's not just from people when they were children, there's stuff from being a teenager, there's stuff from being a 50 year old, there's all kinds of ages. So it can happen at any time. Yeah. It's just a matter of reception. Are you willing to see that? And can you understand that you don't have to be afraid of the unknown? It's not terrifying. It is not. Yeah, I agree. The stuff on TV and the stuff in movies is meant to scare you and to be sensationalistic, the shock Mm -hmm. and awe factor. And it's like, for me, the spirit world is right next to me. And I, Mm -hmm. I love it. And I'm a part of it, not by choice, but by proxy, I just am. And I would love for more people to feel like I do because it's a delight. Mm -hmm. Uh, A dear friend of my husband's passed away a few years back and I asked him, are you okay? And he said, you know, if you would have asked me this 10 years ago, I would have said no. Mm -hmm. He said, but after living with a medium and a psychic person, he said, I don't feel like he's gone forever. I feel like I know he's still here. Right. And he said, that feels better to know that he's still around. Yeah. And in some form, whether you, you see him or not is irrelevant. And in Doug's case, he couldn't see him anyway because he's blind, but it was the idea. And yeah. so I feel like if we can connect what our ancestors knew 
to what we know now and bridge that gap of understanding that the supernatural is super and natural at the same time. Yes. It's not just a blended word. There's both together. Yeah. And we have a cool you life know, that we live. We're in a cool and, spot right now to talk about. It really, uh, it's an affirmation to, ple- to a lot of people's belief systems. I mean, you read, you know, okay, there's more than just this life. There's your, you know, there's your answer right there. Right. You know, exactly. connect the dots. And another thing I found is the younger generations, right, seem a lot more open to the idea than us old curmudgeons. Thank heavens they are. We need yeah. people's energy. Uh, Absolutely. I am grateful for younger people because they help remind us to not get so caught up in the day-to-day. And mm-hmm. the sense of wonder right. going and the sense of awe, because I don't know that anyone can say when they watch a two-year-old wander around at the beach for the first time or an 18-month-old when they're taking their first steps and, and their glee and delight at just taking a step. We need to feel like that more. We get yeah. so caught up in yucky stuff. We need to turn off the news and listen to more things that are pleasant and that are genuinely real and good for us. And so I'm hoping that that's what we accomplish with this podcast, that we make a happy place. So if anybody got chills from this episode, I want to hear about it. <laughs> I want you to let us know. Tell us on our Facebook page and share with Carrie how this impacted you, because I'm loving it. I love that you had somebody hang out with you for such a long time. That means you were cool and that ghost dug you and wanted to hang out because you felt safe with her and vice versa. So that's really cool because for them to stay, they feel like they can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Comfortable. That and that clearly was a good memory for her. That's why her essence was hanging out. That was a good place. And here you and your mom are there and you're making your peanut butter and jelly sandwich and drinking your glass of milk. And she's like, I remember that. I mean, none of that's bad. All of that's awesome. It's it's all very normal, right? Yes, it's yeah. great. It's yeah. awesome. You I know, love- and one of the really, really cool things since we've started, you know, the podcast and show here is everybody's got a story. <laughs> you know everybody's got their own experience and i just you know i soak it up like a sponge right yeah. I, I love it yes. because the, everyone has their own interpretations of things everyone words it differently everybody uh just has a you know their own take on it and i find that endlessly fascinating yes. because i mean there are so many stories out there that either people a are too scared to talk about or B, maybe they didn't even realize it at the time. Exactly. When they, uh, when they hear and and see uh, other people talking about, it, you know, oh wait a minute, yeah, that sounds that sounds really cool. So Carrie, I love the fact that you came on here, man. This is great. Yes, thank you very much. I, I'm happy to do it. Um, you can always someday ask me about my 150-year-old house in New York that was on the um, Underground Railroad. Yes, so, so we'll have to do Carry 2.0. And yeah. Right. Awesome. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the Midnight Alchemy uh, 15-hour show. We're going to be talking with Carrie. No, but, uh, no yeah. that is an awesome story. Th- thank you so much. Yeah, uh, thank you. That is, an, is inc- incredible. <laughs> oh man, Holly, you got anything to add before we uh, ride off into the sunset? 
Well, I just want to remind people that you need to take a minute and check out the other episodes, the ones you haven't heard yet, because there are some amazing, amazing stories. We have UFO stories. We have dogman stories. We have ghost stories like Carrie's and we have psychic stories. We've got fairies, Bigfoot. We've got a total potpourri of stories here. And there's going to be a lot more coming. And I can't wait to tell you about the next ones. Ah, There's some really cool ones coming. And so, yeah, hang in there, guys. And please check them out. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. We're on Google Podcast. We are working on our YouTube page. So keep checking that, please. And please participate in our YouTube, YouTube, sorry, our Facebook group and our Facebook page, we want your comments, we want your feedback, and we want your stories. That's a great place to reach us. And Jason, please give us the Midnight Alchemy uh, email. Oh, sure, you bet. It is www.midnightalchemyshow at gmail.com. Again, www.midnightalchemyshow.com. And if you write today, you will get a free set of Ginsu knives. And... <laughs> Rice the San Francisco treat. Anyway, I always wanted to do that. About the last part, yes. Right, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. We're not going to give you Ginsu's rice aroni, uh, so please don't do that. It was joking. I was joking. Okay. So, uh, what do you say we close up shop here, uh, Carrie? Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it has been awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun to to tell that story again. So, thank you. Yes, yes, and we will have you back for sure. You got it. Okay. For Holly, this is Jason, and we will see you again very, very soon on Midnight Alchemy. Good night, everybody. Good night.